1: Do you find your home is constantly messy and your mind is always muddled?
2: Do you long for more clarity in your thoughts and simplicity in your life?
1: If you answered yes to these questions, then we
2: think it's time you know the secret to experiencing freedom and joy. Join us as we unpack all the things that create clutter in our lives and learn the key to living a decluttered and organized life that you can embrace and enjoy.
1: Together, we will explore what it takes to have a home that is welcoming and well-organized. Where you're free to focus
2: on living freely and abundantly. Visit theartofdecluttering.com.au to find out more about joining our online course community.
1: Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Perugia from Feels Like Home Professional
2: Organizers, and I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks. To help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to
1: engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started! You've joined us for episode 58 of The
2: Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your shoes. Oh, I'm so excited about this. We had two different listener requests. So we put out these, like, a Facebook post going, hey, what do you want us to talk about in our upcoming episodes? And both Stephanie Shard and Andy Abbey both went, Please talk about shoes, because we don't know how to organise them, we are desperately know we should declutter them, but oh my gosh, it's hard! Yes. Yeah. Shoes are... Hard. Yeah. How many shoes do you have? I counted. In preparation for you asking me that question, I have 19 pairs of shoes, probably 10 more than I actually need.
1: I am so inspired. By doing this episode to go home and declutter. How many pairs of shoes do you have? Uh, Like two. (laughs)
2: 100? No, (laughs) only 30. You got 30. Which is
1: too many for my liking. Yep. Because I know there's some that I have not used or that I could use something else instead.
2: That's where I get stuck. It's like I've. Because, okay, so let me give you a little bit of my family history. My family is a shoe family in the sense that most of us have worked in the shoe industry at one point or another. My dad is one of the top shoe importers in Australia, which means that I've barely bought a pair of shoes in my entire life. Which is like every woman's dream. Yes. So I'm one of five daughters. So there's six women in our house growing up. And my dad would come back from overseas with like, hey, I just bought this pair of shoes from London for you or from France or from L.A., Constantly bringing home shoes, so he would get samples made up in mm, our sizes. How awesome! Like I designed my own wedding shoes, and then sent my designs to the factory that I was working with because I was in footwear at the time. And so this is what I want my bridal shoes to look like. This is what I want my bridesmaids' shoes to look like. And they just made like three pairs of Ugh. the shoe that I designed for my bridesmaids. Yes, so lucky. I know. And the sad thing is I'm not really a shoeie. Maybe I'm just sick of them because I've seen so many hundreds of thousands of pairs of shoes in my time. I've been overseas and visited the factories that shoes are made in. I've been to China and Taiwan and Hong Kong and Singapore and Vietnam to do shoe trips. I've had a lot of shoes in
1: my life. You are one blessed person. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can actually hear a lot of our listeners like getting jelly. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like my dad still now is still working in footwear and he will, on a regular occurrence, bring home a large suitcase of women's shoes, send a text out to all us girls and go, hey, there's a suitcase of shoes in the garage, help yourself, whatever you guys don't want, we're sending to the Salvo's. John, my size is seven,
1: <laughs> and on your way home, can you stop by Sydney, please?
2: It is amazing. And so sometimes there'll be so many shoes that I'll take the suitcase, so my sisters will take their pick. I'll go, go. Okay, nobody else wants any, and i go, okay, I'm, I'm going to a barbecue with friends on the weekend, so I'll turn up with a suitcase full of shoes, like expensive, beautiful shoes, and then my girlfriends get to go through it. I, I need know. to move to Melbourne, don't it's I? It's pretty amazing. So... In context, I reckon I'm doing pretty good to only have 19 pairs of shoes because I could easily have 900. Yes. Easily. Easily, easily. Yes. I am a shoe person.
1: I love shoes. However, I always find it really hard to justify spending a lot of money on shoes.
2: Do you have back or feet problems? Do no. Okay, so you don't need to then go and make sure you've got particularly awesome shoes for... An occasion or for work. Like, I'm currently wearing the most comfortable shoes, possibly aside from my Ugg boots, that I've ever owned. And they're a pair of Clarks straight from London, thanks, Dad. And they are the most comfortable things ever. So, I would leave. So, when we're on our feet all day, and for any of you that are on your feet all day, buy a really supportive pair of shoes. Spend the money because your knees and your back will thank you after a long day. And that's what these shoes do for me. No, and I need to start investing in better shoes. I have
1: do I don't have back issues, but my back I've carried two children. Yeah. So my back.
2: And you do manual labor
1: for a job? Yes. So I could do with better shoes. It's just not something that I've ever put a price priority on. Yep. And I come my history in buying clothes and shoes has always been Barry Bargain.
2: Mm. So
1: it's mo- I am moving, I'm progressing, I'm growing, I'm adulting. You're adulting around I this. am adulting and living in more of a grown-up fashion that I will invest in things.
2: Yes. Of quality. You remember the quality of a product long after you forget the price.
1: Thanks, Jared, for that quote. He just gave that to us, and Amy's repurposed
2: it for this for this episode. (laughs) That's perfect. And I think shoes are a really unique way of um, expressing yourself. Yes, and I think that's really fun. You can have fun shoes. You can have really different shoes. You can have comfy shoes, or shoes that are so impractical but beautiful, and you wear them anyway.
1: My favorite pair that I've ever bought were
2: um, um, Sketcher shoes. I love Sketchers. We used to know. but Le- sorry, yes. yes, we know everyone in the footwear industry. We yeah. used to go and have dinner at Mr. Sketcher's house that imported them. Okay, sorry, stop. R- just too much, and he gave us free shoes. That's enough. Bye. You go. So on
1: um look look ten chat three podcast, which is the Annabelle um, Crab and Lee Sales podcast.
2: Whenever they name drop like that, they call it a clang. A clang. I, yeah. I'm going to be clanging. The ho- in fact, I need like a clang. <gasps> Give me a clanger! What have we oh, got here that I can? What clang? have we got? Clanged. Jared's kind of decluttered the studio. He has. My Tinker Bell's have gone. These yeah, could be. What's that? Is this a clanging? It's not a clanging. That. No, that's not going to work. All right, I'll clang. You clang every time I name drop. Okay, so Sketcher shoes, which is also someone that we know through my dad, and we've had. Jetpack. Yep, there we go. That's it.
1: I brought Sketcher shoes from Bet's Kids because I am a size seven. Kids shoes, kids. <laughs> kids. So here's a tip for all of you: you can buy if you're small size. Kids shoe stores actually go up to a women's size seven and eight. So they're just called a size four or five in kids. So I bought a size four, I think, or three, three or four. And they were the light-up sketches, or cast. So they were bright colored and they lit up when you stood. <laughs> that and, is pretty cool. And they're so me. And I was devo when they started cracking and water like water started coming into them and I had to let them go. But they were my favorite shoes and they were so they, like it personified me.
2: That is the best. Yeah. I love that. And when you talk about those shoes that are getting cracks and the soles are going and your socks are getting wet you have to throw those shoes out because when we go to clients houses what we know is they are your favorites because you've worn them to death yes but once you've worn them to death it's time to bury them yes say goodbye say thank you thank you so much fun or or helping my back or
1: being beautiful or whatever they've helped you with say thank you to that and then bury them in
2: the garbage bin. And then go and buy a pair to replace them. Yes. Because I think there's so many times that I can walk into a client's wardrobe and go, I can pick your favourite pair of shoes because they're in terrible quality, uh, terrible condition. Yes. So that's just our grace to you. Go get your favourite pair if you've worn through them and replace them.
1: Do you know what I loved about those particular pair of shoes? They cost me 20 bucks. (laughs)
2: perfect right up your alley
1: yes right up my tight bottomed alley <laughs> they were 20 bucks because they were like old seat like last season shoes and i got them on sale so but i'm moving i'm progressing i'm adulting that is gold into spending more money on my good quality shoes. well these
2: good quality shoes let me name drop so my sister's godfather used to i'm not going to say his name because i don't want to Fully name drop everyone that's in the footwear industry, <laughs> but we can just do that because you, yeah, managing want to. director of Clarks. These are Clarks, and they're like, you know, I always thought so. We had Clarks shoes growing up. That's what my parents always had us in, and we always had a good pair of leather Clarks. These are leather Clarks for adults. I think I think I am actually going to put a photo. I for was going to say let's because they're a photo. not ugly Clarks that are like school shoes. They look like runners. Yeah, they're runners, but they are mm-hmm. the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. Cool. Love them. So we have worked, we
1: all have those friends who love shoes and we've, and you and I have worked with clients who are shoeholics. Shoeholics. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It totally is. And that's fine. And it's good. Good on you. I'm so impressed by people who love shoes because, and a little jelly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because I have beautiful collections. Because they do have beautiful collections.
1: So, how can you declutter your shoes if you are a shoeaholic?
2: Well, I would... So, there's two things to that. If you're a true shoey, and it's like your collector thing, you know, if you have someone that collects car models or you've got someone that collects beautiful plates, I can't even think of what people collect because I'm not a collector. But if you're a collector... Yeah, stamps, coins. If you're a collector and shoes is your collection... Your issue—you you may want to declutter some if they're not part of a, if they're not beautiful, if they're not something that you would display. But then we need to talk about how you are going to store them, because I think you need to, if they're just all at the bottom of your wardrobe, that's a no-go zone. That's not respecting your shoes. That's not having a collection that's beautiful, and you are not able to enjoy it. Do you know any shoeys,
1: as you call them, who don't display their shoes? Because mm. uh, I think if you are a shoey. You love displaying them. Yes. Most people I know who are shoeies will have, like, will fit out their wardrobe as a, sh- yes. as a yes,
2: a display cabinet, or have a whole separate room for yes. them. Yes. I was with a client the other day, um, and I said to her because she had over one hundred pairs of shoes, and they were beautiful shoes, and some of them were valued at three, four hundred dollars per pair. And I was saying to her, tell me the story behind shoes because I can see that this is a really big thing for you. Tell me the story behind it. And so she was telling me that actually she'd had her spine fused and had one leg shorter than the other and so had to wear really practical orthotics, shoes with, you know, the look of riser on them. And so her shoes were forced upon her rather than her having to choose and have beautiful shoes for years and years and years. And once her problems fixed themselves... She just went, oh, my gosh, I get to buy and enjoy and love shoes. And so that story just kind of gave us a bit of history to why this person loves her shoes. Now, what she did is she got the collection down to about 60 pairs and we used her spare room and on one wall of the spare room had shoe shelving put in Mm -hmm. and it's just shoes. That whole wall is just shoes. But they're displayed and they're kept dust free. Like, they're fantastic. And I think, good on her. But yeah. she's now got rid of the pairs she doesn't wear or a whole lot of high heels because of the back issues she had. She loved the look of high heels but just couldn't physically last a night in them. This is what I encounter all the time for myself and for and for
1: um, beautiful people I work with. After you have children, you often can't wear high heels anymore because of the joy that carrying children does to our bodies. <laughs> so you may have been a high-heeled person. You may have worked corporate or you may have, like you may absolutely love high heels and you mourn for that previous life that you once had where you could, one, afford really beautiful <laughs> shoes and weren't spending all your beautiful hard-earned money on your children's good quality <laughs> shoes. And you, so you're mourning for that and so it makes it really hard to let go of those shoes because you're
2: keeping them because they remind you of yes of that time
1: in your life when you could afford it and And you you were going out at night (laughs) time yeah and you could actually enjoy going out and wearing those shoes all day and all night yeah so thank your body for the beautiful gift that it gave you in producing children and bearing them for however long you got to bear them for and then let go of impractical high heel shoes that your body no longer finds comfortable and actually hurts your body or you just can't stand in them
2: very long. Yeah.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
2: One of my biggest traps is I've got a pair of beautiful shoes that I wore for my friend's wedding Mm. and we spent money on these shoes and we had to buy them specifically. They were so high and just not me, like really uncomfortable. And it was like, I don't want to let go of them. I've worn them once. They were so expensive, but I just am never going to wear them again. And it took me a couple of years and I finally went, someone else can have these and and donated them.
1: And that's where I think... There's so many traps around shoes, isn't there? Like the money that you've spent on them. uh, Yeah, oh my goodness, it's a minefield. So how can we declutter? We can thank the shoes, like I've suggested. Thank them for our previous life and let them go. Um, We can... What happens when, how did you, so unpack that for us. What did you have, to... what new story did you have to tell yourself to be able to say thank you to those shoes and donate them?
2: Well, for me, it was just really practical. I was never going to wear them again. I was never going to. So they could either take up space and make me feel I really should. I spent money on these. I should wear them. And a bit guilty that I spent so much money on them and didn't wear them. Mm-hmm. But the news story was actually I loved that day and I have great memories of being in that wedding party and I've got photos of that and I felt beautiful. And so the memories then of the shoes were like, hey, this they're actually awesome shoes. Let somebody else wear them and have those beautiful memories too.
1: And how did you process that, the money spent, the fact that you'd spent loads of money on well, these shoes? Well, I think it
2: really was just the fact that I'd spent it for that occasion. I didn't buy the shoes as an investment for my back. I didn't buy them because I thought these shoes will last me the next year. I bought them for a particular day because I loved my friend. And so they did what they were meant to do for me. They achieved their purpose. And so then it was time to say, okay, there's no more purpose for them for me. That's done.
1: And that's what I love about donating shoes when they're still in really good condition is that they are getting a new life and the fact is you've already spent the money on them. You can't, by walking around, <laughs> not even walk, walking around, if you're walking around in them, good, you're using them. It's when they're sitting in the bottom of your wardrobe or even beautifully displayed like your friend has. But you're keeping them because you spent good money on them and that guilt is making you keep them, don't do that, people. Like, don't, please don't do that.
2: So if you're listening and you're thinking, well, okay, that's great. I understand the mindset now and I'm ready to declutter. You think, well, where do I start? Do I just start chucking? What do I do? So the first thing we would say is gather all your shoes from wherever they are in the house In the car, I don't know why, but lots of people have a pair of shoes in the car. Get all your shoes, front door, back door, ones you haven't worn, ones at the top of the wardrobe, bring them all together. So often on your bed or in a um, lounge room is a great place. Once you've got them all together, categorize them. Slippers, sandals, thongs, runners, hiking boots, high heels, casual flats. Boots. Boots. Once you've got the categories then you can declutter the category because you can look and go, I didn't actually realize that I had three pairs of black ankle boots. Yes.
1: And that's where it's really good to question, why do I need three black ankle boots? Are they because they've got different size heels and... Like and that so that's legitimate. Then keep all three sizes. But if you know that you're only ever wearing that one, that's low, or that one, you know, you know,
2: you've got your go shoes
1: are so comfy, yeah. and you just it's like clothes. You go to put them on, you're like, yeah, I really want to bo- wear these because I spent good money on them. I really want to wear them, so you put them on, and then you're like, oh, actually, it doesn't suit this outfit, or. I'm not actually comfortable in them. Yes.
2: And I can't wear these all day. Yeah. They're fine now at home. Or they don't actually suit any outfit.
1: Like I put on, you know, these tan boots and they're not matching any of my clothes. Then just like clothes, let that, that would be, that's the answer to your question. (laughs) Let that one go. And go through that with every category that Amy and I have mentioned. Go through and make a really good assessment about whether or not you're wearing it. Do you love it? Do you love it, but still don't wear it? <laughs> like, make sure you're wearing them, even if they are, you know, only every six months, like winter boots, like long knee high boots. You're not, you don't wear necessarily every day, even through winter.
2: Not in Melbourne and Sydney, at least, because there are hot days where you're not wearing those boots.
1: Oh, oh, I uh, yes, of course. I was thinking over winter.
2: Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> even wear them every day over winter, but yeah. I love my knee high black boots. Yes, so they're a keep. They're a keep, but not for the reason that I wear them every day.
1: No, so you can definitely. We are not suggesting you chuck out all of your shoes, or even like pair them down to the bare minimal. We want if you are a shoe lover, keep keep shoes. Just be very intentional and thoughtful. Am I actually going to wear it? Do I, do I still love them or are they from 1990 and that look hasn't come back
2: around yet? And a lot of high heels, the toe is the, is the thing that you'll know. The square toe is was back seasonal, in now and then it went out. and out. But I wouldn't wear my square toes that I had 15 years ago because things change and the industry does that intentionally because they want it to be something that you go and buy shoes. Yes.
1: So... That like I had this exact thing happen with a client, and she had shoes from her formal that she'd kept um, and they hadn't yet come back around now though, I am seeing shoes that are very similar in style to that shoe that I that we let go of a couple of years ago, but they're not quite the same and so and
2: they don't give you the same feeling because the, the old ones you're thinking I'm wearing twenty year old shoes I hope no one notices.
1: yeah, but if you know. Like, knee-high boots, you know, some things don't go out of fashion. Some things are classic. Keep them or be thoughtful about them. Or are you the type of person who wants to go out and buy the later season stuff? Like,
2: that's fine. Donate the stuff you're not going to wear anymore.
1: Yeah, and if you go out – so here's another thing. If you go out and buy another pair of black shoes, come home and look at any black shoes that are in your closet – that you could donate and why did you buy those black shoes? So be one, be very thoughtful and intentional about what you're actually purchasing. Like, do you actually need those ones just because they're on sale or because they're the latest season, the latest style, the latest fashion, or could something that you already have in your wardrobe serve the same purpose and the same function? So one, do you even need it? And then two, if you do really need it, what are you going to replace? What are you letting go of so that those shoes have a home in your have a place in your
2: home? So then let's talk about where and how to store shoes, because shoes can so easily become messy, so easily and often. Now I don't know. are you ever undo your shoes before you take them off, person? Um, sometimes. Because I don't. I don't undo these before I take them off. No. And if they're I undo them like before this. I put them back on.
1: No, see I don't. These ones are slip ons. Oh, okay. So I'm wearing like white trainers. But like the kids, they it annoys me intensely. Every morning the kids are like, Mom, can
2: you undo these shoelaces? Because so when I can they've taken them, them back up. Yes, because when they've taken their foot out, it's like tightened it. Yeah. Just undo it the first time, child. Yes. Kirstie's looking pretty frustrated <sighs> right now.
1: My children <laughs> undo their shoes. Oh mine do not, and I every morning, please just undo
2: your shoes. Do you know do you know what? I'm having a flashback, Kirst, back to 1990, where one of my chores was that every night after school I had to polish and clean the school shoes. Yes. My kids have never cleaned a pair of shoes in their life because they don't wear leather
1: shoes. And your kids don't have
2: shoes for long enough to polish them. Peeps, let me tell you four to six weeks a pair of shoes last in my house for my boys four to six weeks regardless of whether i buy them a 25 dollar pair from target or once my dad because he's my dad bought um a 130 pair 130 thirty dollar pair of japanese runners because he was wearing through all these other shoes eight weeks eight weeks your dad just needs to instead of bringing home a suitcase full of
1: shoes for you beautiful women he needs to just buy Jesse and Elijah
2: and Ezekiel and Jonas just boys shoes in abundance yes like buy a style in every single size yes yeah my children go through shoes like there is no tomorrow my boss said to me the other day my sorry my boss, is in a boss that I used to work for that I was catching up with, said to me, because I said to him, what do you do? Like, you've got kids that are active. Surely they were wearing through shoes. And he goes, they were. So we started buying them like steel cap. capped boots to wear to school. I was like, Brilliant. that's the best. And it builds their leg muscles. <laughs> <laughs> they may walk around clumping around, but anyway. It'll work. <laughs> so storage. Yes, storage. Let's talk kids' shoe storage first, because that's, I think, a bit easier.
1: So we have, we've spoken about it before, we have um, storage in our garage. We've got shelves just inside our door. So the kids' shoes and our everyday shoes, like our regular shoes. So at the moment, I've got a pair of boots outside and a pair of trainers. And then in winter, in summer, the boots come out and and sandals go in. So, but the kids' shoes are in a basket on the top. They're every, like, they So they're in
2: a basket. They don't have to, like, line them up oh, on Oh, no, a... they do. Okay. So their
1: <laughs> they're trainers, like, their runners and their school shoes get lined up on shelves. Yep. And then their casual
2: shoes get chucked in a basket. Excellent. I love the chuck in a basket idea for kids. Yeah. That's really what I say to all clients, and it's how we set up our home if you don't have a wardrobe basket, like one of those ones that pull out, or you don't have a particular shoe holder, go and get a flexi tub from Kmart. They're $5. Put it at the bottom of your kid's wardrobe and let them just keep their shoes in there. Sandals, slippers, footy boots, chuck them all in there. And then you know where the pairs are. And when it's overflowing, it's probably time to check the sizes because they're probably not wearing them all anymore. Yes. One in, one out rule. Peeps. Correct. <laughs> so adult shoes. We have, in our
1: home, this is how we have it. Simon has a shoe rack and I have mine just laying all on the ground. In the wardrobe? In the wardrobe, on the bottom of our walk-in wardrobe. Awesome. I am not a huge fan of shoe boxes. Um, I am for, um, how do I put it? I am for really expensive, good shoes that you don't wear very often. Mm Mm-hmm. But they Pure have from to a be, protection point yes, of view yep. so that they don't get all dusty. But I'm not a fan of them because then you're like, Oh, I can't be bothered opening those shoes. Yeah. I'll wear I'll wear another pair. Out of sight, out, out of mind. mind. Yeah. So even those clear ones that you can get, I'm still not an overly huge fan of it because then they get stacked upon and they get stacked up and you're like, Oh no, I can't it's be bothered. Required. I'll just wear my other black shoes. Well then why are you keeping those other ones that you've got in a box? Yeah.
2: I really like that. I've got shoe racks in our wardrobe, um, and so it's just really simple. Like pairs just go next to each other. But at our front door, we have the Trones shoe storage from IKEA, and you can open it with your foot, take your shoes off, chuck them in there. Like you don't have to touch it. You don't have to do part of the process. You just do it all with your feet, and that means the kids actually have their shoes in the boxes. Yes, which I love.
1: Yeah, I do love those boxes, if they're used. Well,
2: yes. And I think if you've got just a really basic wardrobe, particularly if you're renting and you don't have the capacity to, say, put in shoe holders, lying them on the floor in the bottom of your wardrobe, it's just so okay. Yeah. And that way, like,
1: I can see everything that I have. And I can, and that's why it's going to be really easy to go home and declutter them. I because, can't wait to see how many you declutter. Oh yeah. I'm going to do mine too. I'm a bit scared, actually. I'm going to
2: out-declutter you.
1: Because it's really easy to justify, oh, but maybe I will wear them. Like, oh, it's not summer yet, so maybe I, maybe I will wear them again next summer, even though I didn't wear them last summer. No, you didn't wear them last summer. You're not going to wear them this summer. Let them go, Kirsty.
2: Let's do a um, declutter off.
1: Oh, you, you're going to win because you're a machine at this stuff. I'm so much but more sentimental than you are. you've got
2: 30% more shoes than me, so you've got a head start. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's put a photo up this week of the collection that we have decluttered. The before and after photos. Yeah, the before and after photos. Okay. All right, let's do that. Done. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we have a Facebook review from Jackie. It says, hello from New Zealand. Hey, mate. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Bruh. <laughs> I feel more calm, organized, and in control of a busy household just by listening to the podcast while driving to and from work. So many different tips and tricks to follow or adapt to suit any kind of household. Not only about decluttering, but also about running a household too, like getting in the habit of folding the washing as soon as it comes in off the line. Whee! We love that, Jackie. So you guys are the calm spot in the middle of my happy, busy, and sometimes messy family storm. Thank you for that. Well,
2: thanks, Jackie. Thank
1: you, Jackie, for that beautiful Facebook review. It's
2: so lovely. I have one last tip to give our friends before we finish up today. Please. And that is if you've got boots, you know how sometimes you've got boots and they slouch? Oh. And then the leather gets like a crease in it. Yes. So what I do is I went and bought pool noodles from yes. Kmart. I think they're about $2 or $3 each. And I use my bread knife to saw them in half. Thank and you then for reminding me about I that. And then I stick my pool noodles into the boot. The boot stands up straight and it's light and it's easy. And it, honestly, it's made a massive difference to my beautiful leather boots.
1: Thank you. I've totally forgot about that. I do the same. You can do it. With, I will do you. <laughs> well, I don't do it with pool noodles, but yeah. I, have, I roll up. I've rolled up newspapers before. Excellent. Anything that makes the boot you stay
2: standing. Yes, you can actually blow buy blow-up up kind of ones. Yes. But pool noodle's just a little bit crafty of me.
1: Yes. You're so
2: crafty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and there is so much. As as always, we've really only just scratched the surface. We can't wait to see what happens over on Facebook this week with your um, with your. Pairs, if you want to join in our challenge of decluttering yeah. your shoes, we would we love to extend you. that challenge to you. Yes. And if you have a beautiful, organized display area for your shoes, we'd love to see that. If you are a minimalist when it comes to shoes, let us know that too. Any way that you do shoes, we would love to see. We want to, we honor you, shoe holics. And we encourage everybody to just think if you can or cannot declutter any shoes this week,
2: and then making sure that they're organised so you can actually see and grab them, wear them, and enjoy them. Yay!
1: Go kick some things with your boots, or go walk. What what's some shoe like? The hot I shoe wanna, shuffle. Yeah, I want to end on like a,
2: a shoe-y shoe song. Thing. Oh, I think I need to like draw from within me mate because you haven't had to use my like i know you haven't claimed that, that much oh my sister used to own a footwear shop called oh she, claire's shoes on collins i think something like that so many things a shoe and a, on a shoestring and yeah yeah you can just clang 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 so much anyway have an amazing <laughs> week we'll see you online and we'll speak to you next week bye bye joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as Simply Organised PO.
1: You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes.
2: We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community,
1: you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering.
2: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.